This is the Vent Time with Connie podcast, where we discuss topics that can be controversial or uncontroversial. Topics range from family, faith, lifestyle, you name it. No topic is off limits. New episodes released every Tuesday and Friday. All right, sit back and relax. Here is your host of the show, Connie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ventime with Connie podcast. I'm your host, Connie. Welcome to a brand new episode. Well, welcome if you are new here. Thank you so much for taking your time to check out this podcast. I do really appreciate you. And please, after listening to this episode, don't go anywhere. Please check out other episodes because we have tons of interesting episodes for you to check out. And I hope you don't actually um, skip any of this episode. Please listen to the end. Do not skip. Okay. And welcome to the family. Welcome back, OGs. Thank you so much for your continuous support. You guys are the real MVP. I really, really do appreciate all of you, okay? So um, announcement, we do have Vent to God Bible study just for women. Um, if you're a woman of faith that you're interested in growing in your work with Christ, please make sure you reach out to us and join our Bible study. Um, we are actually, we are currently unpacking the book of John. And um, if you're interested to learn with us as we as we go, as we read, please join us. Um, send email ventamewithconnieayahoo.com to join in, in the fun because we are having a good time while doing all this Bible study. So you do not want to miss it. Please come join us. And um, happy new month to everyone listening. So we are in the month of May. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh, we are we are already in the fifth month of 2021. <laughs> I don't know about you, but for me, this past month, April, runs went by so fast. Like I can't believe it. I feel like I blinked an eye and it's already we're already in May, you know? So um it's just flying by so quickly. And I wanted to ask you guys, um, I know at the beginning of the year you probably lay some um standards or some um, goals for yourself and some people will call it new year resolution um have you achieved any any of them so far in your list or in your mind because some people might not write it down but have you achieved anything so far this year you know um i know the year is not over yet but it's good to um you know check on yourself you know day you know monthly or daily or weekly however you want to do it to make sure that you are aligned with your goals or whatever it is and uh if you haven't accomplished anything so far don't feel bad you know some of us are in this um category as well too you know because this the year is still um still fresh you know to us um i want to suggest some things maybe could be the reason why you haven't achieved anything so far. Maybe you have not um, aligned yourself to the right things. You are not aligning yourself to the right things. Uh, maybe that's why you haven't accomplished anything so far. And the right things I'm talking about, those that are, you know, pleasing to God or will give God the glory in turn also bless you. 
you know, you remember, I don't know if you listened to the first episode that I released this year. I was talking about this year being a year of abundance, um, blessings, overflowing of um, blessings and everything. So um, I genuinely hope that this blessings, this overflowing of blessings will touch everyone listening. Um, and uh, for that blessings to reach to you, you have to align yourself with God's um, value, with God's agenda, okay? And maybe that's why, um, maybe that's why you haven't achieved anything so far. But hey, like I say, it's never too late. So this episode today, we will be talking about maybe some things that can actually benefit you um, so you can make better choices moving forward and also attain your goal or your new year resolution that you have set for yourself and um, also make you to ask some really um, thought-provoking question to yourself and hopefully hopefully my goal in this episode is to draw you to Christ to draw you closer closer to God so if you're interested please don't move a niche we'll be back right after this keep on listening Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Um, so today's episode, um, as you can tell by the title, is called What Instrument Are You? So um, today's episode was actually inspired by, um, by um, this Bible verse I was reading, which was um, Matthew 9, 36 to 38. Let me go ahead and read it to you guys. But then um, as we go forward in this episode, I will break it down. Why? Um, it stood out to me and why I want to talk about it um, today's episode, okay? So even though you're, you're not a Christian, please don't leave. Um, please bear with me, listen to me. There's, there will be something, I promise you, there'll be something that you can learn from this episode, you know, that you can apply in your life. Please don't click this or click next and move on. Please don't leave. Even though you're not a Christian, there's something that you should learn from this. I promise you. So um, Matthew 9, 36 says, 36 to 38 says, um, and I'm reading a different, um, I'm reading in the NASB 95 um, version. It says, seeing the people, he felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, be she the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. So I was actually doing my regular morning devotion, um, praying, and um, I read one chapter a day and it happens to be Matthew that I'm reading. So I'm on Matthew 9. So I was just reading there. And um, this verse actually struck to me, you know, stand out to me, you know, it resonated with me a lot. And, um, and I was like, wow, God need workers, you know, they, like he said to us, there's so many harvests, you know, but we didn't need workers, they need people to harvest and the harvest we're talking about is souls, people, that's what we're talking about, more people to be drawn to Christ to be drawn to God, but he doesn't have enough laborers, there are no enough workers. So, um, and before I started my morning devotion, um, I was actually praying to God, asking God for um, inspiration. Um, like you guys know, those that have been listening to me for a long time now know that most of my topics, most of them, not all of them, most of them are inspired by the Holy Spirit. And um, I do ask God for inspiration before I do recording. So 
Um, so I was asking God, I was like, oh my God, I'm running out of ideas what to record. I keep praying and asking that, asking God for help. And um, so when I was doing my regular morning devotion and I read Matthew 9 and towards the end, it stood out to me. I was like, yes, this is what I need to talk about. You know, what instrument are we? Like, are you, you know, what are you, who, are, who is using you, you know? So that's what actually inspired the topic. And that's how I arrived to the topic. Um, what instrument are you? So this topic actually means, basically means who are you presenting yourself to be used? Who is using you, basically, if we have to say, if I have to put it in the simplest form, um, simplest term, who is using you? You know, when I say who is using you, what instrument are you? There should be a given fact that we are instrument. That means we are being used. Whether we know it or not, we are being used. The, the question is, are you, are you an instrument or not? That's not the question. The question is, who is using you? You know, what instrument are you? So that means uh, we are being used, you know, in this planet Earth, uh, whether you believe in God or not, you are being used one way or the other. OK, that's a given fact. So I will start by describing three types of people that can benefit from this topic, because I just don't want to start rambling. You know, I want to be um, I want this conversation, uh, this episode to be easy to follow, you know, easy to understand. So easy for you to know where I'm heading to, what my goal is, what my agenda is, and what um, and what you should get from this episode. So I will describe three people that this um, topic will benefit from. If you're not part of these three people, that means it's not really, this topic is not for you, but I'm going to describe the three people. The first person that would, the, the first um, group of people that are that this um, topic will apply to are those that are lost in need of a shepherd, you know, because in, in that Bible verse that I read, Matthew 9, 36, um, at some point, um, Jesus described them as a sheep without no shepherd. So that's why they are lost. That was the analogy Jesus gave, you know, sheep without no shepherd. Imagine sheep um, roaming. They don't have anybody guarding them. There's no shepherd telling them what to do, what not to do, you know. So that's the way... Um, it was um, portrayed. That's what, um, that's the example Jesus gave. So people that are found in this category of um, being lost without a shepherd or in need of a shepherd might be aware of this or might not be. Like I say, they might even be oblivion to their depravity or destitute nature. Now, to clarify what I meant by deprived or destitute nature is, I'm not saying that people that don't have any money or material things, you know, I'm not talking about people that are poor or have no resources available to them. So this is now materialistic thing that I'm talking about. This is not about money. This is not about being privileged or less privileged. This is not what I'm talking about. This is not what this topic is about. So the depravity that I am talking about is spiritual loss. That means um, spiritual emptiness, depravity, and um, you're probably wondering, how do I know if I am spiritually empty? Empty. Um, that's a good question, and you are definitely at the right path, you know? Um, I cannot tell you for certain when on, or how or the hour, the day, you should know that you are spiritual empty. I can tell you that, you know, I can only give you some instances Then you can use the lessons you learned from the examples that I gave or I mentioned. Then you can apply it in your personal life to aid you in figuring out if you are lost or spiritually 
empty or deprived, right? So example one would be, you know, when you know there is a void inside of you, right? That you can't seem to feel for some reason. You ended up acquiring or wishing to acquire materialistic things like cars, house, money, statues. Like it could be statues in social media, like getting that check mark on Instagram, or even in real life, you know, your levels have changed, like my people would say, or you are being promoted. Or people can even go further in trying to acquire more degrees, you know, maybe because I don't have any college degree, you went ahead and get associate degree. Also, maybe I haven't had bachelor's degree, went ahead and get bachelor's degree. Oh, my peers are getting master's degree, you get master's degree, or even PhD or whatever. There's some people that have more than one master's degree or more than one PhD degree, but hey, they have a lot of time in their hands to study, but hey, that's good for them. So you, you could be in that situation where you're acquiring all these things. Also, you might even um, start pursuing marriage or bearing children or getting new friends, new partner to fill that void with no avail, like with no success. You know, you keep trying all this thing. You try acquiring materialistic thing. It didn't work. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to start acquiring people in my life, people that are very significant in my life, all those things that can bring me happiness, which there's nothing wrong with acquiring these things. So, so let me make this clear. There's nothing wrong with acquiring these things. But I'm trying to describe someone that is trying to fill a void, realize there's something inside of them that is empty, but they keep trying, pursuing all this materialistic thing, pursuing people or marriages or marriage, or maybe bearing more than one children. Maybe children will keep me busy, but still with no success or gaining new friends, new friends as in those that I know what's up, no, those that I know what's happening, you know, where things are happening or you know, all this good stuff, right? But still, you still feel this, um, you still feel this unhappiness and the emptiness inside of you, right? That void most likely is called God void, which all of us did have, right? Do have. And you cannot feel it without dedicating yourself to Christ, without God himself in you, right? So most influential, famous, or wealthy people suffer from this a lot, but they do not admit it. That's why you hear a lot of uh, in the news a lot when these people that are so you know, wealthy or influential or famous killing themselves, committing a, um, suicide, right? Um, and you wonder, what's wrong with you? You know, why would you do that? Yeah, this is something they deal with a whole lot. And you see them also online getting this new car, getting this new, you know, they're changing all those things. He was like, aren't you, like, why are you getting this? It's not even, you know, you know, well, anyway, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Most Famous people do go through this a lot. Those that don't have Christ, that's what I'm talking about. They go through this a lot. That's why you see them doing all these things, creating drama for no reason online so they can be trending or just buying all these new things, posting it so that they can, you know, feel that happiness. And that happiness is so temporary and it's so fleeting. Like it can just fly by. After a day or a few months, you know, them getting used to that new thing, they're, they're happy again and they want to get another thing. So this happens to famous people as well. And also regular people um, like us that, that nobody knows, you know. So this happens to everybody. And another example that I will give is when you have not um, given your life to Christ and have no relationship with God, 
people in this category know about Jesus or even were brought up in church, um, but they see Christianity as a duty, as a choice, and they have to and that they have to practice because their parents say so, or that or that's what most people in their country or around them practice. So they basically just start practicing it. Um, but the truth of the matter is, you still you still feel that emptiness and you feel far away from God. No matter how, how many times you pray the rosary, no matter how many times you pray, you join all this prayer meeting or join all this society in church, organization in church, do all these whole things, right? These good days. You still feel far away from God. You still feel this emptiness. Basically, you still feel the same thing that people in the example one feel. You get where I'm even though you're surrounded by, you know, God's people, I know, for lack of better words, you know. So what are some solutions for this type of people, right? I would say um, try to pray. Definitely prayer is number one. Try to pray to God and ask for help, you know. So that means you have to, first of all, admit to God in that prayer that you are in need of a savior. You cannot save it yourself. You cannot do this yourself. And also try to even though it might be difficult at this early stage, but still try to read the Bible on your own. Sometimes, even if you do not understand it at the first um, read, just keep trying and praying that God give you clarity. Align yourself to local bodies. Like uh, what I mean by local body is local church. And these are sound churches, you know, biblical churches, if possible, okay? Listen to sound doctrine sermon that will teach you about God, not about yourself. You know, avoid those sermons that will, when you finish listening to it, you know more about yourself than you know about God that created you. Okay? Those sermons are just motivational sermons. That's just what it is. Motivational speakers. That's what I call them. You know, you know, you have been doing this all your life now. It still didn't work. You know how it goes. They motivate you. After a few months, you are down again. You go back again. Those things does not last. Okay? It will give you a temporary result, but it's not going to give you everlasting results. Okay? So you now, you, you have tried all these things. It didn't work. So you make sure you try and listen to the sermons that will you know, let, make you know more about God than about yourself because you didn't know about yourself enough and this yourself have not helped you one bit, okay? So, and also while you're reading the Bible, some of the verses that I will, I will um, encourage you to read and meditate on is Romans 10 verse 9 and also Ephesians 2 8. Read on these two verses and meditate on it, chew on it, pray about it, until you understand what these verses are saying. Because that could be your foundational, um, what would I say, foundation, foundational knowledge, I would say. Because that's where you will, get, you will understand why you have to give your life to Christ, understand how to give your life to Christ, all those things. Understand why you need a savior. It will just give you a little glimpse of it. Then, of course, you have to read the other, Bible, other book of the Bible to give you more clarity like book of john is a good one okay so that would be my um solution to those type of people then um let me talk about the second the second category of people that that um this topic will apply to or will be of benefit the second people will be those that are saved but are sin detectors without offering any help 
this type of people are people that are okay they have given their lives to christ you know they are having this relationship with god at least they are trying in the way they can possibly can they're genuinely trying right but um they're learning about god that means they're also learning about what god likes and what god doesn't like what's pleasing and what's um not pleasing to god then they will ended up focusing so much about detecting sins in other people's life you know so when they see people doing things that they know the the god does not support they will just start condemning those people being judgmental to those people all those things right they're just all talking about them oh my god these people they are lost they are lost but you're not offering any help you know this type of person is still i don't know you say you were saved but you still need to know why you were saved you still need to know about god because this is not what god require you to be doing pointing at sin- sinners detecting sinners but you're not offering them any, any help you're still just crucifying them without even giving them any help and you keep forgetting the grace that was showed to you you keep forgetting that you used to be these people but you are always gossiping about people that are um sinners gossiping about people that are lost if you realize they are lost that means most likely they don't even know they are lost or they know they are lost but they don't even know the solution to it since you claim you know the solution why can't you offer the solution so i will encourage everyone that are in this category to try to steer away from this you know this is not a category for you to be in you shouldn't be detecting detecting people's sins you know it will not benefit it will not do any good for you it will just make you a bitter person a judgmental person a person that is not compassionate a person that is just hateful that's what you ended up being okay and then you keep you know chasing people away from god you're not being the that liberal that god needs now the number three um people that this topic will benefit to will benefit will be the the third people the third category would be those that are saved and are used by god and are used by god um as as a laborer to draw more souls to christ but these are the ideal people the ideal category that you want to be in you know when you say that you are a follower of christ when you say you love jesus you love god this is the category that you want to be in So how can you be this person? One, you have to develop a discerning spirit. For so for you to develop a discerning spirit, um that means you have to spend time with God and by reading his word and also praying to him. Okay, when I say discerning spirit, that means knowing what is good and evil. What God calls good and evil, not about what we call good because we all have subjective um what we call we have we all have different things we call good and evil now i'm talking about what god calls good and evil having that spirit to be able to discern to um decipher to differentiate good from evil okay so you have to develop that uh, spirit that discerning spirit and that discerning spirit does not come automatically it takes time it takes process by spending time with god in god's presence reading his word praying then by practice just just practice day, daily like those that i mentioned the second category that detect sin yeah they are practicing what is good and evil but it shouldn't be that's all you do 
that's all you do for no reason. You have to understand why you need to know good for evil. It's not for you to be sin detectors or be going around judging people. Now it brings me to the number two um, way you can actually be this person is by viewing people that are lost as Christ or God viewed them. Okay, so let's go back and read Romans, um, not Romans, Matthew 9, which is our anchor scripture for today. Matthew 9, verse um, 36, that says, seeing the people, he felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. So you have to start viewing people the way God viewed them. God view lost people as people that are, you know, in need of a savior. He have compassion for them. Empathy, sympathy. You have those things for them. You don't view them as, oh my gosh, and just cussing them out. No, you view them as, oh my gosh. Like you have a soft spot for them in your heart. Having that compassion will propel you to want to help them genuinely, not to help them for your own good, but to help them because God have helped you. You know, I think in the Bible, it says, what, what do you have that you haven't been given to? I think that's how we say it. I might quote it wrong, but basically the grace that is given to you, you have to give it to others. Grace was given to you, not just for you to keep it to yourself, also give it to others to show that grace to people. The same grace God have showed to you, accepted you in his family and make you holy. Now working in you to make you one with him, you know, so you have to share the same grace. You don't, you know, the grace is not given to you for you to go around judging people, condemning people. Yeah, you have to know what is good from evil, but knowing those things so that you can able to identify who you need to be um, talking to, who you need to be praying for, who you need to be um praying about, you know, to God, to help them, to rescue them, to save them from their um, depravity, okay? So that's why you need to know good from evil. It's not for you to go around condemning people. So you have to start viewing people. Those that you see that are in sin, you don't see them as, yeah, this person, uh, this one is lost. You don't know what they are doing. No, you see them as, oh my gosh, they just, they, they you know, I used to be like this person. You know, before God saved me, I used to be like this person. They just need the same grace that God has shown to me. If only if I can have the opportunity to minister to them. And then even though you don't have the opportunity to go ahead and talk to them, you can put them in your prayers. That's all you can do. You don't go bashing them because sometimes ministering to people takes time. It takes relationship, building relationship with that person, building that trust with that person and all these things takes time, okay? So you don't just go try ministering to people. You're a sinner. Nope. They will start cussing you out or not even listen to you. So I'm not advising that. So number one, develop a discerning spirit by spending time with God in prayers and reading his word. Number two is start viewing people that are lost as Christ viewed them, as God viewed them, which is with compassion and also um, knowing that they are people that are lost in need of a shepherd, in need of a savior. Number three would be pray that God align you to his agenda. Now let's read Romans 6. I'm sorry, I'm reading quite a few um, Bible verse, but trust me, these Bible verse are so relevant to this topic. I'm not just pulling any Bible verse to sound Christianese or whatever. No, this are actually very beneficial. So Romans 6, 
verse 12 says, Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its laws. Now, verse 13 says, And do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourself to God as those alive from the dead, and your members are instruments of righteousness to God. So that's why this support what I mentioned about not being sin detectors because you're not just going around being used because when you have sin detectors condemning people, you are still being used as, you know, instrument for unrighteousness. You know, that is what you, even though you say that you're saved, but someone else is someone else than God is using you to do those things because God does not want to condemn us. Rather, he wants to save us. Okay. So don't be used for that purpose okay so like romans 6 12 to 13 say that we need to align ourselves to be offer ourselves offer our bodies to be used an instrument for righteousness to god that means to be used for god only okay so how you have to be praying god please use me where there's a need you know align me to your agenda align me to where work is needed you know use me as an instrument for you and you alone. That's the prayer that I pray to myself. That's also the prayer that I pray. I pray that all the people listening to me, my listeners, my loyal listeners, those that I knew, you'll be used by God and God alone too. So you can use Romans 6, 12 to 13 for prayers during your prayers so God can align you to his agenda. Then number four would be when God show you area that need laborer, that need workers, do not complain. Complain as in, start pointing as, oh my God, these people are no good. They just, they don't, they're not doing the right things. Oh my God, what, what do you, what do you guys think you're doing? No, he's not showing you those places that need work for you to be complaining or be nagging about. He's telling you, God is telling you that I need you to help these people. I need you to harvest. I need you to do something here. That's why he's showing you. Whenever God is showing you a problem, is that because maybe because he's trying to use you to provide a solution to the problem. So instead of complaining, participate, partake on it, do the work and stop complaining. So the anchor scripture that we started off, which is Matthew 9, verse 36 to 38 is the one that actually addressed this part, this number four that I'm mentioning. 37 says, Matthew 9 verse 37 says, then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, be cheat the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. God is telling you right now that there's so many souls that are lost. If you're one of the saved, then praise be to God. Now, there's so many out there that are lost in need of a shepherd. You have to start praying to God to align you to those people, to um, make, to give you an opportunity to talk to those people. And when your opportunity is presented, it's, uh, is presented to you, make use of that opportunity. Yeah, I know sometimes we fail to act on it. We fail to use the, to make use of the opportunity. It happens to even to best of us, right? But don't dwell on it. Just keep praying the next time you will actually use, you know, Take advantage of that opportunity, okay? Don't keep throwing a, a pity party on yourself. Oh my gosh, I'm no good. I didn't take the opportunity. No, look, we all don't get it perfect, 
all the time, you know? When you miss that opportunity, yeah, you feel remorseful and pray to God to help you next time to give you that courage and boldness because you, you need that because sometimes it's hard to do that kind of thing. Not sometimes, all the time it's hard to do it. So you have to pray for God, that supernatural boldness and courage, okay? So even when you miss it, don't give up. Don't stay down. Get up. Next time, keep trying. Keep trying. One day you will get it. So my whole point is, don't be in the side of people complaining and dictating sins, but they're not doing anything about it. They just stop at detecting and complaining and condemning. I, will, I don't want nobody to be in that category. I don't even want to be in that category. That's why I'm praying against that. So when you see work needed, when God presents you work or presents you a problem, start asking God for solutions so you can partake on the solution. Okay, you can partake. You can be one of the people that bring solution to that area. So that's where I wanted to end with you guys. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are non-Christian and you listen to this point, God bless you. If you are Christian and you listen to this point, God bless you as well. Thank you so much for being patient with me to um, throughout this episode because it probably took me a while to land where I'm going. But I hope I make sense. I hope this episode is a blessing to all of you listening to me right now well remember we do have new episode we release new episode every tuesday at 3 p.m central time and please please if you're interested in coming to the show to be a guest to talk about anything whatever it might be please send me email ventanwithconnieayahu.com so so i can bring you in because i love to hear from you guys and you can also send me feedback and please subscribe to wherever you're listening to right now or follow um because spotify you can click follow as well so please do that so you'll be notified each time i release any new episode god loves you and i love you too have a wonderful month bye-bye Thanks for listening to the Vent Time with Connie podcast. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to like, rate, review, or share this podcast. Do you have any feedback or questions for Connie or any topics you'd like to discuss on the show? Connie loves communicating with our listeners. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Vent Time with Connie or send an email to venttimewithconnie at yahoo.com. Until next time, remain blessed.